Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is about sex. If you're faint-hearted or easily offended, you might not want to listen, but you should. Join me, Tracy Cox, and Kelsey Chittick as we share honest and real sex advice on this award-winning podcast. Tracy is an international sex educator and author of lots of books about sex and relationships. Kelsey is a podcaster, comedian, and author who is getting out of her comfort zone both in the bedroom and in these conversations. Each week, we answer three anonymous sex and relationship questions sent in by you, our listeners. And nothing is off limits. Here's Sex Talk. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Sex Talk. It's Kelsey and Tracy. We are here to answer all your questions, things that are on your mind, things that you're facing in your bedroom. Tracy, how are you doing today? I'm okay. I've got the case of the ghouls today, which isn't a good thing, is it? It's good. Uh, everything's making me laugh today. Do you ever get days like that where things just make you laugh? That's the best day ever then. It's a lot better than the days <laughs> that make you cry, for sure. Very, very true. Very true. Yes, I've just been too interesting for lots of people, I'm sure, to a pelvic physio that teaches... <laughs> Who knew you needed a physio for your pelvis? All the joys of getting older and wanting to stay sexual are things like pelvic physios. They're really good, actually. They teach you all sorts of stuff. Like how to do your Kegel exercises well, which we are going to talk about later on, actually. So that's what everyone shall need later on. Wait, so you go to a person that watches you tighten your vagina? (laughs) My husband was a bit over-interested, quite frankly. It was like, do you think she's a lesbian? It was like, no, I think she's a professional. Just because she put her finger inside my vagina does not make her a lesbian. Wait, no, she didn't. So yeah, literally hands-on teaches you stuff like that. Wait, what? Say say all this. (laughs) Wait, wait, I'm sorry. In America, everybody in America that's listening. So you're telling me you went to a doctor who put her finger inside your vagina to teach you how to squeeze your vagina together. Yes, but she's not a doctor. She's a physio, but she's a, I think she's a gynecologist who specializes in physio. So it's things like making, anyway, far too much information already, but very, very good. If you have any gynecological issues over here, very posh clinic in a very posh area of London, have to say, pays through the whatnot for it. But I reckon it's going to be really good. So yeah, if you have any issues with anything, it's the person to go and see now. I'm surprised Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't have a physio. Yes, we need to. We'll have to dig into this later because I don't believe physio is like in America, like a physical therapist. Yeah, same here. So yeah, we don't have a physio for the vagina here. You probably, you will have. You live in LA for God's sake, Kelsey. Okay, I'm going to look and see if there's someone that will help me tighten my vagina. I don't think there is, but I hope there is. And it just tells you that we've got work to do here in the States. (laughs) There will be many, I tell you, there will be many. It's just that I hadn't heard of it either. Right, first one is a vaginal question. Here we go. My new boyfriend told me I seem much wetter than other women he slept with. I took it as a compliment, but now he's confessed he finds it difficult to orgasm because he can't feel anything. Is there such thing as being too wet for sex? 
Short answer, yes, there is. Because if you've got too much lube or too much moisture, there's no friction. And you need friction for things to feel good for him and for her or for, you know, whatever sex mix-up you're going for. So there's so much information on the opposite about dry vaginas, but there's not too much on wet vaginas because people don't really see it as a problem. But it can be a problem because of the friction issue. And Men in the beginning, ah, they always react the same way that this guy is. It's always like, wow, I must be such a great lover. You know, you're really aroused. And then when it gets in the way of their enjoyment, they're like, oh, what's wrong with you? So it tends to go down that sort of path. And the thing is, there isn't anything wrong with you. It is genetic. It's a bit like we are programmed that way. Some people lubricate a certain amount. Some people lubricate a different amount. It's very much in your makeup. Again, another thing that your mother, you could talk to your mum about and her mother and, but it's just not something that we chat about, is it? How wet our vaginas are. Now, it's like having, it's like having dry eyes. Yeah, I know. Why don't we talk about it? Seriously, we really should. We're getting better. Anyway, so now she doesn't say whether this has happened before, but if it hasn't happened before, this might be a bit of a genital mismatch because the thing is, if you've got a very wet vagina and you want to have somebody who's got a very big penis so that the friction is better, okay? So it could just be that his penis isn't big enough for your vagina. Could have been that. Now, the causes are, first of all, you should see your GP. You should always see your GP for anything like this, okay? Covering myself here. Number one, hormone changes. We are far wetter when we've got peak estrogen. And this, of course, is when we're at our most fertile. So, you know, Mother Nature wants us to get pregnant, so she's going to make sex easier, make us feel like sex more. So that's when we are the wettest in our cycle. And some birth control can have an effect on how wet we are. The IUD, the mini pill, some pills increase or decrease vaginal lubrication. So it could be something like that. Or, as I said, it could just be how you're wired. The solutions are you need to talk to him. And I kind of didn't like the way that email was written. It sounded like he was a little bit shaming. Did you get that feeling? Yeah, I mean, I I guess it would be hard if someone said that to you because there's nothing you can do about it. Exactly. And this is where I feel like a conversation is needed to say to him, listen, I don't know if you meant it to come out like that. If indeed it did come out like that, he might have said it very nicely. But I have no control over this. This is just how it goes. There are things we can do together, you know, which we'll do. But, you know, it's going to make me anxious. It's going to make me, you know, if you're anxious, you're not going to enjoy sex. You're not going to orgasm. So it's in our interest to work on this together. And, you know, just so you know, it's out of my control. And, you know, please don't let there be any shame going on here because there certainly shouldn't be. Practically, you could just have a small towel by the bed and just dry yourself off now and then. Make sure, talking about pelvic floor muscles, Kelsey, make sure those pelvic floor muscles are nice and tight. Now, anyone who's never done a pelvic floor exercise, it's anyone who's been pregnant would have had this ram down their throat after babies. You're always told to do them. Imagine that you're on the loo and you're cutting off the flow of urine. Those are the muscles that you're aiming for. You want to squeeze them as tight as you can and then release them completely. And you do a series of, you know, eight squeeze and release, squeeze and release as many times. I'm actually doing them right now. Well, you can. Every time you say squeeze, I'm I'm here. <laughs> you are my physio. She's showing off her tight whatnot. <laughs> Well, that's a bit close to the bone there. Now, so make sure they're nice and tight so you get lots of friction. Make sure you choose a position which makes you feel tight. So that might be lying on your front with your legs closed, keeping things sort of nice and tight for both of you. An unpopular but effective method is to use a condom. 
that does help. Something else that really does work, but I'm not quite sure how good this is for you. It depends, I suppose, on how often you have sex. But if you take an antihistamine, like a sinus pill or something like that, or a pollen pill or anything that stops allergies or, or sinus, it not only dries up mucus in your nose, it drives up mucus everywhere. So if you're getting a dry vagina, because I used to have terrible sinus problems and take sinus pills all the time. And I was like 20s and went to see my doctor and said, what's going on? He said, do you take sinus medication? I was like, yeah, I do. So if you've got a dry vagina, you take sinus medication, stop it. Otherwise, take one half an hour before you have sex. Problem solved. This is amazing. You know, I just, I don't know. We just do not have these conversations. But first of all, that idea about a Claritin or some type of antihistamine mm. can make you drier. That's brilliant. I also sometimes feel like for women, it's like Goldilocks. You know the story of Goldilocks? Yeah, I yeah, know yeah. the story, yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah. you can't be too wet. You can't be yeah. too dry. You have to be just right. And it's like, you know what, guys? Like, we're doing the best we can. And I don't know. It's just, I'm sorry that he finds it difficult. but you know, find a different way. I don't know that, uh, yeah, I feel for her because I don't know that you mm. can really stop that until you take an antihistamine. Anyway, no, it, Before you have great. sex, but yeah, I think the overriding thing is that a lot of this stuff to do with vaginas and, and just our bodies in general, it's all preordained by our yeah. parents and their parents. And there's not that, I mean, you can live your life as best you possibly can and look after yourself. But apart from that, there are certain things that are just fixed. And hey, buddy, maybe she just really likes you. Maybe yeah. she really likes you. Maybe not. Mm. Can I just say, though, in terms of arousal and, and lubrication, we know that that's not necessarily true. So sure. she doesn't say how aroused she is, but because you can be turned on as hell and still have a dry vagina and she might be not turned on at all, just a little bit. That's a good point. And have a super wet one. So, yeah. you know, it's difficult. No, that's a good point. You're right. You're right. Okay. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... Hello Fresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. All right, next question. What does it mean if a man doesn't go down on you? I've met a guy I like, but he hasn't given me oral sex once, and we've been together for two months. I've tried pushing his head, hopefully in that direction, but he either doesn't get the hint or he ignores me. I've never had complaints from previous lovers about smelling bad, so I'm guessing that this is his issue. It's kind of a big deal for me, though, so I'm quite disappointed. How do I get him to take the hint? 
Oh, this made me angry. I'll tell you why it made me angry. She's making a brilliant face there, aren't you? Thank you. <laughs> That's how I feel about it. <laughs> Women everywhere, please listen to me. If somebody is not doing what you want in bed, you have to open your mouth and ask for it. Men don't suffer from this. They're like, hey, can you do that this way? Can you do that that way? Women always try body language first, which is fine. But can I just tell you, having studied body language all those years, they're not very good at it. Women are great at picking up on subtle cues. Men are not. So try the body language. If that doesn't work, you have to open your mouth and ask for what you want. And to say to, I mean, most people want to please each other in bed. So if your partner says to you, I'd love it if you did this, there are very few people are going to go, well, I don't know what you mean about, you know, they're going to go, great, thank you for telling me what you need and what you want. It is a gift. It's not an imposition. But we've got to stop lying back and, you know, just expecting him to be a mind reader. So that's first round of the day. Now, I used to think, I want to ask what you think about oral sex, because I used to think that, not volunteering to give oral sex without being asked. Like, what you want is a lover who does it without being asked and is incredibly enthusiastic. So on both sides, to me, that says, you know, they're going to be great in bed. And to me, the old me would have said, my first reaction to this would have been, right, you've teamed up with somebody who's either sexually lazy or they're selfish or they're squeamish. And none of that is great qualities that you want in a lover. So that's what I would have said but I've learned not to be so judgy. So I just want to know your reaction, because I know other reasons now. What do you think if a man doesn't go down on you? I mean, I think something about, I think for me, I feel like oral sex is something that a lot of times we felt we had to do or people felt like they had to do to make a point or it's just what you did. I think as I get older, I think oral sex is really intimate. And so Mm. it doesn't happen all the time. I personally need to have like someone showered and fresh. And I can't, it's not something that I just would like, we'd go for a run and then get into that. Like for me, it's something that is, there's a specific time you have to be in the mood. You have to have time because it's, you're vulnerable, at least as Mm. a woman. And I think for a man, you know, when you're going to do that for a man, you've got to, you've got to feel good about it. Like you said, there's nothing worse than someone doing it begrudgingly Mm. or they don't want to, but they're doing it anyway. So, I mean, the only thing for this is until she asks him, the whole question kind of doesn't make sense because he has no clue. I mean, you're so right. They don't think like we do. They are not intuitive about what you want. So until she says, hey, I really enjoy this, he might think the opposite. He might have been with a woman that hated it. Exactly. And what's made me a bit less judgy about this is that I did a story a while ago where I got women to ask past lovers why they didn't give them oral sex. And not one of the answers was, I just don't feel like it, or you smelt, or any, all the things that women worry about, they were. I was nervous. I don't know what to do, so I don't want to look foolish. Or they were not sexually experienced enough. They had no clue that this is how most women have their orgasms with a partner. But not knowing what to do was so high on the list, and men do not want to look like fools. Men, we all are born thinking that we're born being good lovers and we're not, and we need to know nothing. But men particularly seem to think that it's, you know, because they're a man, they're supposed to know what to do to please a woman. So, or like you said, a girlfriend said they didn't like it because lots of women do get really funny about it. They don't like men being up close and personal with their genitals because they do worry how they look and they smell. So he might've had one or two girlfriends that pushed him away. And now he thinks, okay, safe bet to assume that most women don't. So all she has to do is one of two ways. 
she could make it a sexy order and say, you know, she could text him, say you're about to meet that night, about to have sex that night and say, I've been thinking, I really want you to lick me. This is really going to turn me on. I've been thinking about it all day. Can you do that tonight? One way of doing it, right? God, I love her. Lick me. The other way. The day I text, the day I text, I want you to lick me is the day that I have fully, I have become your student because the chances of me texting that are zero. Really? Not even with the self-contractor or whatever he was called? Come on, general contractor. No, you're right. You're right. It has to be a sexy moment. Yeah, that's true. You're right. Or you could be having ball play with this guy and say to him, listen, I'd love you to give me oral sex. It's how I have my orgasms with a partner. You know, shall I show you just how I like it? That's a subtle way of saying, let me show you how I like it rather than do you need help? Yeah. And the one thing I would say that I read in her question, I don't know about pushing anybody's head anywhere. Mm. Men do it all the time. I think it's easier if you've never done it. If you guys have a rhythm about it and that's a signal, Mm. I get Mm. that. But if it's like the first time and you've been anxious about it, I think you'll be better off just asking. Yeah. It's quite a teenage thing to do, isn't it? That's what you used to do when you were making Typical guy teenagers. thing to do, for sure. Yeah, but. it's a typical guy thing. Sorry, guys. Okay. Yeah. God, I love Tracy. All right, here we go. Last question. My partner of four months recently revealed he has a kink. He likes to watch me masturbate to orgasm while I watch porn, while he secretly watches me and masturbates himself. I hope everybody followed that. <laughs> I don't have an issue with this as we only do it occasionally. My problem is I told his secret to a friend. She told her partner, who knows my partner, and it all got back to him. He's humiliated and says he will never trust me again. How do I deal with this? Wait, before Tracy answers, let me just talk to you. Say it in easier terms. This guy likes to watch his girl masturbate, and he masturbates. She told her friend about it, Mm. and her friend told her boyfriend, and her boyfriend knew the guy who likes to watch her. And now... This is such a great topic because guys don't like us to share things. Not about money, not about sex, not about jobs, nothing. And girls, we share everything. I know. So I think this problem isn't about porn or masturbating. It's about how women share information and men do not want us to. Well, it depends on the information though. If it's positive, right. if it's like, oh, my husband's oh, that's true. such a great lover. No one, she, he wouldn't care less if she told the postman that. You know, it's all to do with positive or negative. But I think this is a big sex scene because it's a really intimate, vulnerable, specific kink, isn't it? And it's a bit embarrassing for him. It's incredibly embarrassing. And what happens when you... when It takes great courage, I think, to open up to somebody and be vulnerable with somebody and reveal that sort of dark underbelly. You know, it takes a lot of courage to do that and not be judged. So not only does he have to worry about being judged by her, he's got to worry that she might tell all the friends in this whole friendship group are going to be judging him. So if you want someone to shut down sexually and never suggest anything new and never ever tell you what they really want, then this is the way to go about it. So it really is a big deal and it could have a really bad effect on on their sex life. And um, But I'm with you. I don't want to say anything that makes women feel like they shouldn't talk about sex because women talking about sex is how we find out about, you know, how to fix the orgasm gap, how to masturbate, how to orgasm, how what's normal, what's not normal. And the more women talk about sex, the better. But I do think as a general rule with a partner, never talk about a kink or a fetish because it's like catnip, isn't it? It's like 
It's the best sex gossip ever. And if somebody tells you something brilliant, what do you do? You always tell one person. You go rushing home, not even get home with this one, and you would have told somebody. Yeah, and I think, I mean, this is terrible advice, so nobody take this. Do the opposite of what I'm saying. But if you are a woman who needs to share, I happen to be one, you need to make sure (laughs) that when you tell the friend, they know that it is a confidence between you and them because you might be checking out for yourself. Is this normal? Is this okay? Yeah, that's fine. So you ask yeah. your friend and you ask the friend that's not the gossip, don't tell me because I'll use it on stage. I'll use it in books. I'll use it in conversation. <laughs> I'll use it against you. You say it to the girlfriend that's very kind and is a good secret keeper. Yeah. Or, or male or friend. Or doesn't have to be a girl. But yeah. Yeah. You can share it. Yeah. You've got to have a bulletproof friend. You have to find a you. bulletproof friend. I'm not that friend. Does mm. everybody know that? No, I'm, I'm quite good with most things because lots of people tell me secrets because of what I do. So I'm pretty good on secrets that are really important, but little things, but I would never tell this secret. I, I'd never pass I wouldn't tell it I either know. because I think sometimes it's embarrassing. And then when you start to hear it over and over again, you're like, oof, I wish yeah. I hadn't told anyone. Because there's some stuff, you know, some <laughs> things have to remain sacred in a relationship. Yeah, like penis size. If he's too big, tell everybody. If he's too small, tell no one. That's how men think. And this is not how women think. Erection issues, him not being able to, you know, him climaxing too fast or his porn preferences that might be a little bit too out there. All this stuff is taboo. Things you can share is anything positive. Like I said, he's an amazing lover. He's the best lover I've ever had. Tell everybody. A new sex position, a new technique, a new sex toy. I think they're pretty safe, wouldn't you say? I don't think that's not going to get Oh, sex toys you're encouraging. It's a a funny stuff. I think so long, especially if it makes you look silly rather than them. I think that's kind of okay. But how to handle this now? I think she has to make the most sincerest apology she's ever made in her life because she can't play it down and go, oh, I don't know why you got so upset or think it's a bit funny because he would just know. I would be humiliated as well. And I think she's really overstepped here. And I think she really has to grovel, grovel, grovel and explain that it will never, ever happen again and just how sincerely sorry she is. And give the friend a big serve. I mean, bloody hell. Yeah. No, I think you're right. She She's just never told, she just huh? says, I'm really, really sorry. I made a mistake. That's it. Mm. And just don't say anything else. You just, you screwed up. It happens. We do that all the time in relationships. And if you guys are, if you love each other, yeah. he'll get it. And it's not a kink that's like dangerous or anything like that. So it's not terrible. So just say, um, I'm really sorry. And then I bet you guys will be okay. Hope so. Report back. But yes, don't do it again. And it should be a great listen to everyone listening, though, is that especially after, you know, loose lips, sinks, ships, or whatever that saying is, after a few wines, it's all, oh, it's hilarious. And you come back the next day and you wake up and you think, oh my God, I said that. Worst. Terrible. The night after a, a girl's dinner is hell. You're like, oh shit, I have shared too much. <laughs> yeah. That's true. It is. All right. Okay. There's your lesson for the week. Don't share too much. Right. But thank you guys so much. I think these were great questions. Tracy, you're the best. I hope you continue with your physio and that your vagina gets Mm. stronger every day. (laughs) Ditto. And you're going to find one in LA. I guarantee we'll get off this call and there'll be a million pelvic physio. If I find someone that sticks their hand inside me and tells me to, I mean, I'm telling you, I will video it. I'm going to find out if we have it. I'm sure we do. A finger, Kelsey, not a hand. A finger, a single finger. While you're, it's all, you know, it's it's just like, have you ever been to the gynecologist? Of course you have. You've had children. Yeah. Same, same deal. But aren't you in like a gym? Isn't like a a gym? No. 
question. I mean, like a gynecological office. Oh, I thought you were the same. I'm in the room next door to the gynecologist. Oh, I thought you were in like a place where you use the big balls and you work muscles, and then they're like, and then you are going to be working on your vagina. And he, oh no, no, it's not like where you're going. Like I'm not the person in the next room isn't getting their knee done or that cracked or something. No, 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 no. They're very specialist and they're attached to gynecologists. God, I hope somebody listened right to the end of this because if they're at the beginning, they're like. God, they don't do that at my gym. <laughs> but it's like, no, they're not at a gym. It's too much. Anyway, there you go. Share, talk about sharing too much. I'm sure that I'm going to get off the phone and my husband will be going, did you really have to talk about that? <laughs> exactly. Seriously. All right. Thank you guys for listening. Okay. Keep sending in questions. We hope you have a great week. Bye. Thanks for listening to Sex Talk. If you'd like your question answered on the show, send it to us at sextalkpod.com. So that's S-E-X-T-O-K-P-O-D.com. You'll find info about my books, sex products, and more sex advice at tracycox.com. And that's Tracy with an E. If you like this podcast, please send it to your friends and rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.